Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the cool stuff. Jimmy Gets From Mexico podcast, episode two. Um, I am on the road. I am heading down. We are going to do the dang thing. Uh, Long time coming. A whole bunch of uh, uh, things on my uh, checklist to do at the house the past couple months. Had a lot of movement if you've been following if you remember the group, you know we uh, closed the store, we moved, uh, had a bunch of projects going on outdoors, uh, driveway pour, still not done, uh, burying a DTE line, some framing work, uh, some brush uh, clearance, total of nine trees came down, nine, nine trees on the property, the last five, four were on the fence line for driveway prep and then the last other the other five were uh for a hundred year old tree that fell uh right when i was gearing up to leave i was all set ready to go and then the tree fell so i spent i don't know two weeks cutting down five more trees uh clearing it all out of the front yard Uh, the good news is it didn't uh, land on the house or my vehicle or my trailer um if it had to fall it fell Probably in the best position ever. It just messed up my front fence on the side lot. Corner of the neighbor's fence that we share. It did not land on their stuff. It did not land on our stuff. It landed around the girl's stuff. A branch cut a little bit of the trampoline net. But other than that, it just made a huge mess. Um, I'm glad my uh, girls were not outside playing. Um... It was a huge. It was a huge trunk of a tree, and uh, on that note, man, they they always they would climb the little knots on that tree, right on the side where it fell. So I'm glad that they weren't outside playing on that tree, climbing you know six inches up, saying, "Daddy, look, I'm climbing a tree." You know how how kitties do. So the Lord was definitely uh, looking out for us there, as I like to think. Anyway, so. Today, uh, I'm going to discuss discuss a little bit about uh, how this works, the nitty-gritty of how the process works. Um, Episode 1, we talked a little, touched on a bunch of topics, but as this is my third trip with the trailer, third time is a charm, is the charm we are hoping. Uh, How the uh, business is set up, if you're new, Um, it is what I do, buy live, pay live. Uh, I drive down central and southern Mexico. I meet with my artisans and shop owners uh, the artisans work with. Um, I uh, do live sales on location. Uh, I'll post when we're there. And then it's just a a, a live Facebook sale. I show the items. I give the price. I talk about it. You get to look at it. And the first person that says sold uh, uh, on my end, that I see on my end, as all as all Facebook live sales are, sometimes uh, folks get a little upset. Um, mine was first. And I get it. That's what it looks like on your side. But I can only do, as I always say, I can only do what I can do. And that's, you know, on my side, it's uh, what what I see. So, you know, we, we keep it moving. Everybody's civil for the most part. It has definitely been an evolving process. Um, a very expensive uh, lesson to learn for yours truly. Uh, initially what I did is, uh, I would do live sales. I spent $19,000 on items, brought it all back, 
at that point we still had the uh the uh warehouse space the storefront uh only to wait you know four months for some people to come pick up eight hundred dollar orders or cancel them all together which is as you can imagine is not good for a uh, nascent business to say the least um it created huge problems huge as you can understand um a lot of you know so i learned quickly to not do that again as much as it would have been my desire to oh yeah everybody you know just, just order and come on back i'll get it i'll bring it back and you just i'll give you the total when i get home uh you would think people would would uh would pay for their stuff right it uh didn't quite work out that way so i ended up with a whole lot of stock uh you know it sold it trickled but i still have i still have items abandoned items from that first trip uh with the trailer um so in response to that what i did was a, a buy live pay live um and that seemed to work better um we did end up we did i did have people would come onto the lives uh order and i say okay and i'd post my payment information and then the live would end and I would purchase the items from the artisans and then not get paid from uh, individuals not uh, right after following the, the live sale. Which also sucks. With translated to this last trip, what were we talking? Trip number two. Um, the first one I, was, I, I waited four months on a whole lot of stuff that was canceled and didn't get paid. The second trip... Um, Folks did not uh, pay to the tune of four thousand dollars, which uh, was better than nineteen, but it really sucked still. And then the issue I had was uh, folks didn't want to come get their items. Uh, and then while I was gone, um, we uh, I had an employee uh, that was working uh, at the shop. Just, uh, just sitting. We were uh, have some trickle in customers coming up from off the street. We, uh, some folks picking up, doing some in store shopping, which was great. But uh, folks were asking. They'd see some items. Oh, I love it! I love it! Can I set it aside? Can we do a layaway? Yes, one hundred percent of layaways did not pay uh, for the four months um, that I was gone. We actually had to shut down uh, the store. That was actually the 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 last nail in the coffin on that note. So we had a storefront, uh, we were operating, and then the city came in and shut us down, saying that uh, the building hadn't been zoned for anything. We needed to submit blueprints uh, and start the zoning process. Um, we, I did not, and we could not be open for the time being. So at that point, I was uh, just dealing with a lot of setbacks this past trip. That'll be a whole nother podcast. We can tell the stories of the evolution of those trips. But this one should be good. Fingers crossed. Knock on wood. Um, but anyway, so uh, uh, having to close the shop, not being able to open to operate it, and not receiving payment for a lot of items that were on layaway, items that weren't picked up from the trip before, um, it just was very problematic. So, uh, this next trip here, we are still going to do the buy live, pay live. I'll, of course, ask anybody if you stiffed me uh time before, uh, please do not uh shop with me live. You're welcome to 
uh, shop in store when we get our new digs up. But I just really can't afford that kind of. Uh, I just I just can't afford it, man. It's just I mean that guy's be understood for everybody, and I get you know. Uh, of all the people that stiffed me that did not pay for their items, um, I heard back from quite a few saying, they all said the same thing. Everyone said that life happens. And I get that, and that's all great. But the problem is, without money for all these movements and items I'm purchasing uh, on our group members' behalf, my life can't happen. So... Uh, what we'll have to do going forward, as everyone I'm sure can understand and be receptive to, is uh, you know if if you have a habit of not of claiming items and not purchasing them or not sending payment, then uh, the list is relatively short. Uh, then I would ask cordially and politely to please just do me a solid, man. Just just don't don't shop live with me. It's just you know I never wanna. Uh, restrict movement within the business but man it's just it puts me in such a horrible horrific terrible position to buy items on behalf of uh, people who don't pay for it and um saying that out loud everyone can be like sure yeah that i get it that sucks but uh, it happens more than you would think and uh it causes of course when you don't have you know, uh, revenues coming in, it causes a lot of problems, but, uh, that, that's all done. We had, uh, you know, I had no choice but to close shop over there. Um, uh, moving on to the, to the next, um, um, place we'll see. I do want to get my garage set up in the back. I have a double lot, so I got a lot of room back there where I could put a pretty big garage storage slash little open air market for pickup for a little bit of window or uh, open air shopping for folks when you when you pick up but ideally i would like to warehouse there and have a small little place somewhere uh we'll see going forward but uh so that's the gist of it i have all the pay apps um i don't uh, paypal is my least favorite venmo starting to charge on like everything based on uh, due to the activity of my account um, we were doing emojis or, or to avoid the payment. But, hey, I mean, I get it. If you want to dance, you got to pay the band. So we will be, uh, uh, you know, I always post my, I got the Zelle, PayPal, Cash App, Venmo. So what we do is uh, I'm live with the artisans, um, overcome a lot of technical difficulties um, as it relates to uh, cell phone coverage, uh, service providers, um, those kind of things. We're still working out some kinks on that. Um, just some some technical issues. Just so I can get a solid signal. Because the thing is, I go to some pretty remote places. And Wi-Fi is hard. It's hard. I mean, it's it's a, a low signal just for the, the people living there. And then another issue is the, the structures down there are solid concrete. Or they're brick, uh, you know, with a, a skim coat of concrete. So if the place does have Wi-Fi, uh, a store, say, that I'm uh, uh, selling from, as was the case in Plaxcala uh, when I was there, if I would move to a room or move to, there were a lot of dead zones in the store. It was a large, a three-room open-air little shop, but uh, if I moved over here, I'd lose folks, and it just gets really frustrating if, you know, it's freezing, people, I'm not getting comments, it's just uh, it's just problematic, but little by little, every aspect of this uh, business has shown itself. 
Um, at this point, I'm fairly confident that uh, there hasn't been. I, I've I've done the path. I've 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 walked the the beaded path, let's say, and every aspect along that path I've dealt with. As I said, as I always say in the beginning, I did not know what I did not know. So I did not know that, oh, due to the architecture and building materials of the shops so that you know, will have a, a patchy signal. I did not know that, oh, a, a Verizon Wireless, the best coverage that I have here in the U.S., oh, doesn't have coverage for squat down in rural Mexico. Oops. I did not know that uh, um, the, the apps, the pay apps, uh, there's a, a whole lot of hoops to jump to get it to work in Mexico. Uh, I did not know uh, just where I can get boxes and packaging material uh, initially. Uh, but I do know now. Uh, I do have an account in a couple places. Uh, I do have some other individuals that, you know, like you scratch my back, I scratch yours. You get me some uh, foam bags to package. So we, I got those deals worked out. So uh, like I said, everything this third trip, I do believe we will be a-okay. Uh, I am on the road. I've been driving all day. Um, I never, uh, I never disclose my locations, uh, nor do I disclose where I cross as it changes, given uh, given conditions on the ground. Um, some crossings they 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 bubble up as far as this one gets dangerous, that one gets good. This one is all right. We're not using this one, and that's another benefit I got just from some uh, uh, import export uh, friends of mine that I went to school with that uh, uh, import and export uh, just a whole bunch of big stuff you know just just big big items big machines and i was like, well, so what uh what uh border crossing are you using right now and as that's their entire business hinges on oh we're using this one so you're safe there are we oh it's getting bad we're, we're changing to this one so that always helps out so Again, not even an aspect that I, I, I assumed what a lot of folks assumed is that, what, I just get in my car, I drive, I cross, hi, how you doing, I'm just here, oh, I'm just buying some stuff, see you later, thanks. Did not, no, not, not, not at all, man, not, it reminds me of um, King Kong, the new one, the remake, when they're in the, uh, when they land on the Skull Island and like everything around them tries to eat them. And, you know, a lot of people get that one sequence, like when all the plants come alive and everything. Now, here's the thing. Again, I always want to preface not to speak ill of Mexico. It's people, it's customs, it's traditions. It's, it's it, not, none of that. You know, a lot of I, what I've found is that most people's experiences when they go to Mexico are one of two. Either you're you're going because your family's from there. You go to your hometown and sometimes, you know, you want to go where everybody knows your name and they're always glad you came. That is one, you know, and the other is, oh, me and my girlfriends went to Cancun or Playa del Carmen or Mazatlan or Acapulco or, you know, the beaches, the resort towns. Where everybody is just, I mean, best foot forward, nice. I mean, I went to Jamaica, and as mu- as nice as as lovely as I as I as uh, it was that uh, uh, everyone would say welcome, welcome home, welcome home. I'm like, oh, that's an- what a nice touch. Uh, I'm pretty sure if I leave this resort, it's a it's a different vibe, you know. Um, and that's the same is true in, in, in Mexico. That's why I always tell folks when my niece went to uh, Cancun with her friends, I think it was Cancun. I was like, listen, do not leave the resort. 
I don't want to. Oh, I'm 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 Mexican. I'm oh, meaning I'm of Mexican descent. So I want to go and I want to see the people. I was like, listen. There's a whole lot of aspects around. You put it like this. Again, not to talk about the Artel K activity A, uh, but what how it works is, you know, in the United States you got New York, L.A., Chicago, Miami, right? So all the big boys, Las Vegas. So all the big boys doing, you know, the the, the big boy things want to go. That's where they go play. New York, L.A., Chicago, Las Vegas, Miami. So then when big boys bump into big other big boys and they have, you know, big boy problems, that's where they happen. L.A., Chicago, New York, Chicago, L.A., Miami, Las Vegas. So in Mexico, it's the same thing. You know, I'm, I'm sure uh, if you follow Mexican news, you might have heard you know, of the shootouts at uh, resorts, tourist resorts in Cancun. There's a lot of, you know, backstory to all those things. But it's because those things happen in those areas. So when big boys do big boy stuff in, you know, New York, L.A., Chicago, Miami, Las Vegas, they don't do it at the resort. They do it within those those metropolises, right? So when you're in those uh, equivalent metropolises in Mexico... Uh, all the beaches, you, you, you know, you know, I'm all the all the 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 expensive resorty ones where you know Mexican big boys got big boy money. Uh, there's a lot going on outside of those resort walls, as I explained to my niece, and you don't want to get caught up in that, man, because there's, like I said, just when you know you're on the road uh, in the, in the desert and you break down, there's no, like I said, there's no, uh, you'd be lucky you got a signal. It, 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 there's not the infrastructure set up to come save you. It's the same thing outside those resort walls. There's not the infrastructure set up to come save you. And any infrastructure that is, I mean, they pretty much play by the big boy rules. So they're not in any rush to come save you. You know what I mean? Jelly bean. So anyways, I digress. So back to what I was saying is uh, I go down with my Mexican artisans. Um, I uh, uh, we shop online. You, you purchase. I bring it back. You pay uh, following the uh, the trans the the transmission the live transmission. Um, I always say keep track of your orders. Uh, you total it all up. You multiply that by one point zero six, which is Michigan sales tax. You send that on over. Uh, while uh, you're doing that, I'm packaging up. I'm saying my thank yous to the artisan or the uh, or the shopkeeper that uh, uh, retails the artisan's items. And I'm packaging. And what's going on when you're paying? You're totaling up and paying. I am carefully loading into the minivan, into Minimus Prime, to head back uh, to uh, my 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 place in uh, in Jalisco, where everything then gets sorted and. And packed very carefully. Uh, I'm, I am really proud, proud of my track record. Um, I don't break stuff coming back. I did break some plates on trip number two. Uh, trip number three, I only had one ceramic horse broken. Clay horse. And it was my fault. The uh, customs agent uh, rifled through my stuff and just tossed some stuff on top of it. And it broke. Such a bummer. Sorry, Koei, but uh, I got you this time around. But anyways, that and little things you learn. Like, for example, when we ticket the blankets, um, I uh, 
I folded them, then I ticketed them so that the little ticket went through the little plastic piece that I, that uh, if you work retail, you know what I'm talking about. That plastic piece that went through a couple things. So when the border agents opened it up to wave it around to see if there's anything inside the blankets hidden, the the ticket popped off that had the name of the person. So then I had like six blankets with no name tag. And I was like, oh, who's, who's are these? Oh man, border patrol took off the tickets. Oh no. So now, you know, when I fold, I know how to, where I need the ticket, uh, might do a little double tap of those plastic things, but just one of many, many aspects as far as shipping, physically moving these items carefully. Now you, you've, you guys have seen the, uh, the viral little TikToks and, 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 and videos on the Facebook about, uh, you know, FedEx guys just throwing your package down, plopping it over. I mean, back when I was getting shipments, Man, I would get textiles and the whole corner was ripped open and all dirty. I'm like, oh man, just it, 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 uh, and God forbid you got something fragile. So that's the benefit of, for example, what I do is that I can bring large, fragile items back home. The only thing I would say is that, uh, uh, always keep in mind the shipping. Shipping costs have gotten a little, even, but it's gotten a little expensive, but even, you know, I I uh, uh, I pass the savings along. I basically ship at cost because uh, you know I just want to get your items to you, and uh, I package. I take a lot of precautions. If you've received my items, you know I do not skimp on the bubble wrap, packaging tape, on the the item bubble wrapped in a box. That box is bubble wrapped in a bigger box. So I, I take a lot of a lot of precautions because I I feel. Uh, uh, such such an emotional connection to these items when I bring them out. Wow. No, seriously, I, I work really hard to get them this far, and I would hate I hate it when they don't make it to their destinations in one piece. Literally, if they're broken, so I go through a lot uh, uh, of uh, okay, I take a lot of care when packaging items. This particular trip, I do have about maybe four, four or five uh, large purchasers, and I love you guys. I appreciate you. Um, those those uh, shipping costs are typically, you know, 300, 400 bucks. I'm sure you know who you are if you're listening. Uh, so what I'm going to do this time around, since there's only like four or five of you, um, I'm going to drive your items to you for the same amount of shipping. So it's typically like 300 bucks, 400 bucks, depending on how large your order is. So look, I could take a day, two days, you know, and just drive your items to you. I probably won't. I'll get them in time. I'm, I'm shooting to get them to everybody in time to come pick up uh, promptly, please. Pretty please with sugar on top. Pick up promptly. Please pick up promptly uh, your uh, items. Um, it was easier when I had the warehouse. I had 10,000 square feet. Your items could sit there for a while. But uh, I do not have 10,000 square feet. I have substantially less. And I have the busiest little toddlers that want to get into everything. So this time around, I plan, like I said, I'm 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 gonna hit our uh, our artisans locations, sell, 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 and then pack up, pack up, pack up. The spreadsheets are done. I have them saved in my laptop or excuse me, my tablet. Um, every, every just every aspect uh, is 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 all set up. So this is gonna be. I remember I called it a smash and grab when I was. Uh, I think one of my first trips down there. It was before I had the trailer, but I, I was like, Operation Smash and Grab. Oh, no, man. That was before I had a, a, a good customs broker. 
Um, that was a first customs broker I was working with. On that note, I mentioned those guys don't just work with anybody. And here's why. They vouch. They put their, the, their job is to receive boxes that they're not going to inspect. They take all your personal information, your bank statements, just just all the really prying, you know, your, your blood type, your dental records, just everything to know who you are, to feel comfortable enough to signing for your items. Saying, yeah, we're doing the paperwork, you know, on this on this particular uh, 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 shipment of merchandise. Um, and this guy's cool. I mean, I mean, go ahead, do your due diligence, look through his stuff if you want, but, you know, we're vouching for him. And not everybody wants to do that. Because, I mean, it's just like anything. It's just a lot of stuff is on handshakes and just word of mouth. And like, dude, I don't know you. Jimmy who? Never heard of him. Based on that tattoo on your neck, I, I think, yeah, how do I know you're not deal, bringing in drugs? It's so they don't want to do it. So, again, another aspect I mentioned is that unbeknownst to me, I, I kind of uh, uh, gained access to all the resources I could possibly need doing this business over the past 25 years. So when I was like, hey, anybody got a customs broker? They're like, yeah. Oh, yeah. My my kid's uh, 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 godfather is a customs broker and you're like family. So I'm, let me call him. And he says, yeah, my uh, this guy's like family. Yeah. James Rios, Jimmy Rios. It's, it's a great guy. You know, we've known him for, for 25 years. You know, don't worry. So, like, oh, okay, you're so-and-so's kinfolk. Great. All right, there you go. And now I got a good customs broker to work with. To whereas otherwise, you just cold calling. You're cold calling and running into brick walls because they're like, I, I and here's the thing. My first guy, um, it's like a lawyer. Uh, and if anyone's had a shitty lawyer, you know when they don't answer your calls, they're not available, they blow you off. They don't, you know, they, they, they have the secretary just return, answer your questions, don't know, I haven't called you, don't call you, that kind of stuff. It sucks. It's, it's, you know, that's a shitty, that, that's a, that, that's a not nice feeling. And that's the kind of energy my man was given. And dude, then when my stuff showed up on the other side, US side, they literally just dropped it off in the parking lot. I had to like load it up myself. I'm like, this doesn't seem right. Anyways, I mean, long story short, I made it, right? But as I was waiting uh, for hours, stateside, uh, waiting for my stuff to get, you know, rife through and all that stuff, go through clearance and customs and paperwork and all that stuff, it, it's, 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 uh, it could be an hours or days long process. You never really know. Uh, but you got to be down to wait. Uh, you got to be down to, to van life it up for as many days as it takes, um, you know. And then there's a bunch of other, you know, wild wild cards that could come into effect, but to push it back even further. Anyways, so as I was waiting for my items for hours, I was just uh, sitting in this tiny little closet of a of a waiting room, which wasn't a waiting room really. It's just a little office sit down right here if you need to. And I went out for air, and I'm just uh, my man had uh, like I don't know one of those big warehouses with like 15 bays for semi trucks. And I was just seeing the, the size of his operation. And I'm like, yeah, this guy don't want to mess with me. He's, he, I'm a total waste of time to this guy. Bringing in a handful of blankets. Meanwhile, this guy's pulling in, you know, semi-trucks all day. And I go in, I look into the, the warehouse, and it looked like Raiders of the Lost Ark end, ending credit scene 
where they put the Ark in like the warehouse with all those boxes. As far as I could see, pallets and pallets and aisles for hilos and pallets and pallets of mayonnaise. Yeah, legit. As far as the human eye can see of Howman's mayonnaise, which I did not know is a Mexican product. So my man is living nice, doing all the lawyering paperwork for mayonnaise. Just one product, just that's it. One. Th so that's why I'm opening my my other, you know, not really that that public arm of there. There'll be a there'll be a product. I've flirted with a couple auto parts. Uh, tried to get in some uh, ceramic tile. You know, you'll find a little niche product is what I'm telling myself. That probably won't be as cool and fun or sexy as, you know, handmade super duper, you know, get skeletons from the Masawa people of the of the uh, uh, northern Mexican, northern hills of Mexico state. Maybe not as exotic as that. I mean, it might be just motor mounts or springs or something. But I'm open to look at it all. I mean, we'll see what it is. But uh, in the meantime, I do have a good customs broker to work with that uh, someone was able to vouch for me as being a straight shooter for the past 25 years they've known me. So that's good enough for them. And that's great for me. So with that set up, the vehicle set up, the artisan set up, the packaging material set up, everything set up, the artisan's waiting for me with stock. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really optimistic about this particular trip. Um, I, 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 I always say, you know, I, uh, I think I can do it this time. And I'm always showing up oh, what you did. But of all the item, all the issues that I had this last one, which was everything, everything went wrong. Of uh, Everything. The first trip, my biggest problem was, oh, cardboard boxes and packaging material. Where can I get it? Oh, man. And I thought that was a big problem. Then the second trip, it was all hell broke loose. But of all hell that broke loose, the two problems I didn't have was boxes and packaging material. I take that back. The first time was boxes, packaging material, and then the trailer on the way back. I had a bunch of trailer issues. I had a I, We had a custom-built trailer. To, to Basically, as I told my mother, I'm like, listen, Mom, I'm going to tell you something. It's a trade secret. You can't tell nobody. But I'm building a trailer. And it's a narrow trailer, not like American trailers. It's custom-built to be narrow as the vehicle so I can, any any Mexican road that the car can go down, the trailer can go down. But don't tell anybody. I don't want anybody to steal my idea and do what I'm doing. My mom said, James, nobody is going to do what you're doing. And I never looked at it that light. I'm like, you know, I guess what I'm doing is kind of crazy. Uh, it's kind of complicated. It's kind of, yeah, I, I guess so. I guess, it, I mean, not. I'm not going to say nobody. But I'll tell the world, you need a trailer that can fit through the Mexican uh, uh, roads. In particular, if you're going through Aguascalientes, there's one bridge in particular that's on like the, the highway. And again, you're like, man, I want to, uh, what were the civil engineers doing this place thinking? I barely fit. Barely. And thank God, because if I, I use an American trailer, because if you get these dimensions in an American trailer, they drop it and get a wider axle. I'd get stuck on the, I'd get stuck going, you know, 50 miles an hour on this bridge going through Aguascalientes. It would just stop. 
and there's no signage that tells you width of the, it's like, dude, it could be disastrous, disastrous. So one of the many, you know, customization pieces yeah, I needed to take into consideration. But anyways, what I'm saying is that everything is set up this time around. So I'm really optimistic. Uh, the issues I had, oh, back to that. The issues I was having uh, of the first time, which was boxes, packaging material, and trailer. Uh, the first version, 1.0, uh, was too weak. It bent, it broke. I had a, you know, again, resources that I have. I There's no AAA. I called my boy. Say, like, hey, I'm broke down on the road. He's like, where? I'm like two hours out. He's like, I'm going to send my manager over. He's going to pick up your wife and kids. I'm going to send three guys in the flatbed. They're going to load up the uh, your 12 containers and then just limp your trailer back and we'll beef it up. And we did. Three days later, I was back on the road with, you know, triple capacity trailer, which is the one I'm pulling out. <coughs> when I'm podcasting from like, a studio i have a cough button that i could press and then go <coughs> and you won't hear it but not now sitting in the driver's seat of my car in the you know on the on the american highway but uh anyway so my man got me back on the road and i told my wife that was a trip where i had the kids my wife and kids and i was like you can't you can't buy that kind of support pick you up and your merchandise and your family drive you and and then build you a trailer in three days well rebuild your trailer in three days and i'm blessed to have those kind of connections so i got to make sure i do right by them uh they put a lot of confidence in me so i've got to make sure i'm always worthy of that so anyways of everything that went wrong this last trip that was a four-month fiasco the only three problems i didn't have was my trailer, cardboard boxes, and packaging material. So of everything that I had problems with this past trip that was like I said the 4-month fiasco, I'm going to I'm going to assume that of all everything that's going to go wrong, it's not going to be everything I dealt with this last one. It's not going to be, you know, just just everything. Not going to be, you know, contaminated items. It's not going to be uh, uh, dangerous uh, digs. It's not going to be having to move. It's not going to be endless vehicle issues. Oh, oh man, Minimus Prime was was just pitching a fit. Problem started in Oklahoma, and they didn't get better until literally I I came in just on fumes. So it was just horrible. Anyways, so of all, like I said, Mexican roadworthy. Everything's set, ready to go. And only one way to find out. So I appreciate, as always say, your patience with the process, everybody. And on that note, look, I'm not Amazon, y'all. So for my new folks, if you want it now, if you, you know, I'm not the one. But if you want to support directly artisans, that are and see the process with your eyes how these things are made with care and love of and of talented people this is your place and i'll bring them i commit to bring them back you know uh uh taking every precaution to get them here in in uh, safe and sound in one piece and i ask that you then come get them promptly so uh we can just do it again really so Again, I'm, I'm, I got high expectations for this time around. Um, we'll do, the, of course, the Buy Live, Pay Live. 
Uh, everybody's going to make sure they're in good standing. You're going to keep track of your items. You're going to total it all up, multiply it by 1.06. If you got any questions, you can inbox me. And I am going to, rather than wait at the end to organize it, I'm going to be organizing as we go uh, in between sales so uh, to facilitate distribution when I get home. So a lot of things that I'm doing on my end to kind of expedite the process. And again, I appreciate everyone's support. I appreciate your prompt payments uh, for folks who uh, did not give uh, payments at all. I'll appreciate you abstaining from doing that to me again. Just uh, look, man. It's just it just doesn't work. It's 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 it does. I can't do it. It just as everyone anyone can understand. I mean, I can't like buy items for you and then you not pay me. It just sucks. So and it's it's just yeah, not good. Not not. It's problematic. So anyways, everything's set, like I'm saying. So I'm just going to pray for safe passages. I appreciate everybody's thoughts and prayers on the Facebook. Uh, continue to follow. Uh, we'll call it a night, so uh, I'll, I'll uh, keep you all posted. I'll post when we're going to uh, have our first live sale. I'm thinking it's going to be in Zacatecas. I'm going to do a couple sales in Zacatecas, a couple sales with Mari, a couple sales with Adelina. If you've seen my sales, you know who I'm talking about. Tune in to find out if you haven't. But uh, uh, good things ahead. I appreciate you. I love you. Thanks for your support. Thanks for your continued thoughts and prayers. And uh, I will see you, everybody, soon live on the Facebook.